What am I doing? What are you doing? I didn't do I anything. For making weird noises. I wasn't doing anything. I said Poison Streets, and you respond with nothing. Well, Streets of Poison, well, Captain America. I couldn't say anything because it was in the middle of the, the the thing starting to record. You hit the button. You didn't even ask me if I wanted to be recording. And then you just are like, what are you doing? Why aren't you talking? I can't talk when it's not recording. And then it starts to record. And then you're like, Poison Streets. And obviously, that is incorrect, Dan. It's Streets of Poison. And well, the story would be better if the streets, if it was Poison Streets that they couldn't touch. Like that crappy game show on Netflix. The hot lava? The, the floor, floor is hot lava? lava. The floor is lava. Lava. I'm I'm always waiting for somebody to twist an ankle or like to, you know, like blow an ACL or something like that. Not that I want to oh. see that, but Yeah, you don't want to see that. I don't want to see yes. that. But I'm like I'm I'm like you I'm at can you that seems like you put a bunch of adults into a game that is a child's game, and that is like those are the two Big injury risks that are going to happen, right? Achilles. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's what Aaron Rodgers was playing during the first Jets game. Or <laughs> lava. And yeah, it didn't go too well. Didn't go well. Yeah, didn't go. Well. I I I swear, whenever I watch anything that like adults are playing games that are totally a kid's game, it's like you're you're a grown person playing a child's game, and then you're wondering why you got hurt. Oh, I mean, you're broken. You're broken. Well, look who's broken on this cover. So we've got a Captain America. Yeah, with his funny face. face. I don't know, man. It's that like he's doing a split squat. He's doing a split squat, gave himself a double wedgie. He's got that grimace going on. Like, oh, no, what did I do? I mean, split squats are difficult. You don't know that, but I do. I maybe I did them today. You don't know. you're right i I don't know i mean there's odds odds are in my favor of a no that you did not do split squats but and maybe i did odds are in my favor that i did because (laughs) i worked out this morning believe it or not dan well we've got (laughs) gotcha you don't have me i trained for an hour with paul the lawyer today wait well i just do lawyer you yeah so I i'm already i, I, I didn't exhausted. train with paul the lawyer but i i, I you're lucky i, I can worked stand. out i worked out by myself paul paul boudreau the jujitsu lawyer certified martial arts the official lawyer of the podcast yes and sometimes the official lawyer of greg smith yes <laughs> sometimes sometimes always <laughs> like I, but, I don't think he hasn't been but anyway, I think like Paul would have something to say about what's going on on this cover. And oh, yeah, he would not be impressed with whatever Black Widow is doing. No, he definitely wouldn't be impressed with Diamondback, who, as we learned last time, based on her statistics, that she's just not really good. But she's holding an Eclipso diamond. And I have no idea why. Like we're crossing the universes here. It's a universe crossing. I mean, they they obviously they they cross the universe with the cover, too. So, I mean, wouldn't the rest it, of the cover. <laughs> wouldn't it make more sense instead of like having diamonds around her neck? This is her. Su- no, this is her super stealthy costume, right? Yeah, this is her. This is her. I'm I'm not myself. I'm somebody else. And a she's secret. holding like a diamond. Yeah. She want to like fashion that into a dagger or something or it's her diamond dagger, dude. But it's not. It's just a it's just a rock. Well, yeah, that's what most like diamond daggers are, dude. The rocks. Yeah. Yeah, and they're sharp. Well, okay. <laughs> well, anyway, we've got uh, in addition to Black Widow and and Diamondback who and are fighting. Cap. 
we've got the little squares on the side, like yeah. a old team book, like a, mm-hmm. an old Legion book or yeah. a Justice League book or maybe even like an X-Men book. But this usually happens like on the interior, not on the cover. Right. Right. So that's kind of weird. This is like the lineup who's in this issue. And we've got Daredevil, Bullseye and his giant head. We've got Crossbones and we've got unmasked Crossbones Kingpin. Yeah. Crossbones, actually, he, he looks like Racer X to me. Uh, <laughs> I, I was like, whoa, Speed Racer's making an appearance in this book. Awesome. Cool. Go Speed Racer. Go Speed Racer. Go Speed Racer. Yeah. So Go. Bane appeared before or after Crossbones. Uh, I know the answer to this, but I'm check testing you. I want to say before. Incorrect. Bane did not appear until oh. 1993. Oh, this is so, 1990, so oh, clearly wow. Bane is a ripoff of Crossbones. Wow, I mean, I like the 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 design is very similar, build wise and 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 mask and whatnot. <laughs> it's very similar, is it not? Yeah. And and Crossbones actually, since he is he is clearly of the 90s, because if you turn the page here, he has got all the pouches. There are pouches everywhere. This is a 90s kind of guy right here. He's got pouches and are those like, is that like a fanny pack on the side or what's going on uh, there? I don't know. Can't tell. But yeah, now, on like, that mask, I'm not sure why you'd have big tassels on your mask. That looks dangerous. Like you would just get like murdered by somebody grabbing your tassels. I mean, maybe it's just, you know, it's just tie back, you know. Have you uh, seen the repackaging of Bear Country on AEW Wrestling? No, I have not. Well, instead of being called Bear Bronson, the guy is now being called Dirty Bulk Bronson. Mm. I think this is Dirty Bulk Crossbones. Dirty Bulk Crossbones. Does he also have a lot of pouches? <laughs> well, he's got pouches for his extra carbohydrates and his energy drinks and his protein powder. Mm-hmm. I think he's ready to go. Yeah. He's Dirty Bulking. And in fact, he's got the bigger pouch, and that's where he can stash a couple Big Macs because he's Dirty Bulking. Dirty bulk. He's even got it, like it, he's even got like pouches on his wrist. He's got wrist pouches. Yeah, I'm gloves. not sure what those are. Is that like a force field or something? No, I think it's just just extra pouches. Well, we get we get the first issue and it's called Cross Purposes. But at the top, there's nothing about Captain America and his plight to save justice. Whoa, What's going you're on? right. I don't know. And we get at a playground somewhere in Manhattan's Little Italy district. What's just gone on has been anything but fun and games for the sightless manhunter known as Daredevil. Mm. Uh, no man defeats the manhunters. Uh, things have gotten even worse. Yeah, they have. He's getting stepped off by crossbones. Yeah. Well, he's like, I can barely move. And he's like, Daredevil's thinking. And I, I guess I'll just lie unconscious. So, yeah, I'll play dead. Just like, you know, when you're, when you're dealing with a bear or something like that, you know, just play dead. Well, it is. A big giant guy with this. I don't. I don't know what's up. Why is a giant luchador like walking around New York? I don't know. It's the nineties. <laughs> That's fair. Well, this guy who we've never been introduced to ever, at least that I know of. Have you ever seen this guy before? I can't say that I have. He's gonna have a long-term impact on the Marvel Comics universe. Maybe he might. I mean, what if I look it up and he does? And you look it up. Comics? Find out. I mean, I you are the Marvel I, Comics experts here. I'm, you know, I, I bet Tracy would know the answer. Tracy she would know on. the answer. She would know the answer. We should we should dial a friend. 
<laughs> we should phone a friend. I believe yeah, Crossbones was in a movie. You should look it up. Find out. I am. He is in a movie, according to Wikipedia. Oh, all right. What movie? Uh, I don't know. Like, I just saw a picture. <laughs> He's in a movie. You don't know. Is it a is it a Punisher movie? We're doing some research on the fly. I hope we not. But <laughs> I don't watch Punisher things, so that would be a big. Apparently, he was in Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and that's why I don't remember. So there we go. There we go. Apparently, he was in Civil War and Endgame as well. So there you go. But I can tell you anything introduced in Captain America, Winter Soldier, probably not remembering. Sadly, I'm I I I hadn't watched any of those movies. (laughs) Well, that's embarrassing, but it's how is it embarrassing? It's not. You haven't watched any Captain America movies? I, I I watched Captain America movies. I didn't watch any. I didn't watch any of the rest of the. Um, I'll I'll put it out there, and people can people can send in their 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 angry angry words. I I didn't continue to watch the rest of those movies, and for good reason. And and personal, it's a. I mean, I mean, you want to get into the meat of it. Well, no, I mean, same reason I didn't finish watching Green Arrow and stuff like that. My mom passed away, so I stopped watching the things that we watched together. So, I mean, it was like we watched these movies and these TV shows together. I was like, well, I can't. I just felt like I was like, well, the fun of watching it with her was just not there. So I just shelved them. I have them all. I just haven't watched them. I feel terrible for bringing it up. Bring it I up. Will Give also, me a tough time. Give me a tough time. I will also Bring say it. that you didn't miss anything by not watching Captain America Winter Soldier. So, <laughs> I mean, I've seen all the memes. I like all the I like the memes. I get the I get the references. I've read I've read some of the stuff and everything like that. But I don't I just haven't seen I haven't seen the movies. <laughs> well, this Crossbones guy has been in a lot of things. So that's embarrassing. A lot of well, a lot of things that I haven't read. So, <laughs> Yeah. So, well, that's fair. But apparently he must be really, you know, he was probably super popular because he came out in the 90s and he has pouches. Mm -hmm. And if you come out in the early 90s and you have pouches, then that probably makes you popular. I mean, he's big, menacing, you know, he is. And he's just like looking at I don't know what his purpose is here. (laughs) Well, if we turn the page, we'll find out. It doesn't really say you you read this entire page of dialogue and tell me what his purpose is. His purpose is he wants to find out what he has here. And you don't get that until you turn the page. (laughs) You want more. He he unmasks Daredevil. Seems like it could be useful in some circles. And he doesn't seem to care at all. Doesn't really care. He's like, ah, cool. Nice to see you. (laughs) His name is Brock. Now, his first appearance was in Captain America 359 in Shadow and 360 in a full unnamed appearance and 362 in a named appearance. So not that long ago. Okay, well, that's why we don't know anything about this guy. Well, I'm done talking about random crossbones guy, (laughs) but he does work for somebody bad. Apparently, I mean, he's there to do bad things. He's a bad guy. Big, bad guy. Big, bad pouches. He's also six foot four and 290 pounds, according to the Marvel Comics database. Whoa. So he is definitely bulking. Yes. That's why he's got that extra pouch to put those Big Macs in. And he's cool. And he's cool in 90s because he makes fun of the superheroes. Like, is this guy like he draws a costume and he's like, name is he's like Devil Dog or Death Dodger or something? Double D. 
yet he's dressed up like a fucking moron. He's dressed up like Racer X. <laughs> it's I mean, it is. This is this dialogue just insane. Like this guy's too cool for school. I'm going to make fun of the other guys who are dressed up while I'm walking around the city with a mask on with tassels. Hey, he's well, just... anyway, he leaves Daredevil <laughs> in the parking lot and he just keeps going and jumps over a fence. And Daredevil's like, who's that guy? So we've, uh, I guess, moved on from the Daredevil fight from last issue. Yeah, that's, that's history. It. OK, <laughs> and then. This guy goes in the kitchen entrance of some restaurant and starts beating people up and then he makes quick work at the place. Oh, that's what those wrist things are for. I oh. Guess oh, it's a crossbow in the side. House. So it's the crossbow. Huntress. Oh, he's yeah. The Huntress. He's got crossbows. He's got daggers. He's got all sorts. of. He's like a walking armament. Got it. My my opinion is that he probably should just employ his physical stature on most people instead of shooting people with crossbows. But I mean. If you got a ranged weapon, why not use it? <laughs> I don't know. Well, he gets in a fight with everybody in the restaurant, and there is, uh, what's her face? <laughs> uh, typhoid Mary. Thanks. I was like, Poison Ivy? <laughs> no, Typhoid Mary. <laughs> right. Uh, Infectious Lass? Yes, Infectious Lass. Of the Legion of Substitute Heroes? Exactly. You didn't know there was an Infectious Lass. This is why I've got to get you to read one of these issues someday. Well, nice. anyway... <laughs> she can infect anybody with any virus or thing from the universe. Needless typhoid to say, Mary. she didn't make it onto the main team. Uh, well, Typhoid Mary did. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Typhoid Mary was created before Infectious Last. This is something I will not look up today. Anyway, so <laughs> we are uh, Daredevil's back in the fight now, and he's punching crossbones, and they're all fighting each other, and kingpin just leaves because i guess kingpin was having dinner yeah he's like man I, my dinner's been interrupted twice tonight <laughs> now the reason though at first like when i'm flipping through the pages right um uh, he we, i guess we know it's kingpin only because he i guess his white jacket probably gives it away and he yells right. typhoid mm -hmm. but doesn't it look like he looks like orion from dc comics with the big red beard right kind of like, it does look like a beard, right? I'm not crazy. No, it's, well, I mean, it's his ascot, but yeah. His ascot. Are you sure it's yeah. an ascot or is it a giant orange turtleneck? It could be a giant orange turtleneck. I was thinking ascot. I mean, who knows? Well, anyway, we've got. <laughs> so now uh, we get a fight between Daredevil and Crossbones and Kingpin just leaves. And Crossbones is like, I can't waste time with this do-gooder. I got to nail the Kingpin before he gets away. So I guess Crossbones came to kill. OK, so Crossbones came to kill Kingpin, who happened to show up after a fight between Captain America and Daredevil, who Captain America and Daredevil just happened to be outside the restaurant where King was. Yeah, because because Daredevil or because Captain America Captain was going to talk go. to Kingpin. Yeah. Or he will talk to Kingpin. He did. He already did go talk to him. Right. And now yeah. he's back. So. It's just all uh, uh, OK. So we got a lot. Uh, we got a lot of people that don't like Kingpin. I mean, that seems reasonable. Right. He seems like a bad dude. Yeah. And then we get elsewhere in Manhattan. We get Captain America. He's like, I got to rest a moment. And Captain America does not look great right now. No. He's like, he's, I'm tense and I'm trembling. He's got that five o'clock shadow going on. His he eyes are red. Sort of like Tony Stark did. Yeah. 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 And demon in a bottle. He does. <laughs> I guess everyone who has bloodshot eyes always has a five o'clock shadow. Well, I mean, 
Cat's been going through some stuff for some days. I don't think he's had time for a razor. Or is that just the way we always make people look when they're turning evil? Hmm. Make sure you shave or you're evil, folks. That's what we've learned from all of these comics we've been reading. Shoot, I should shave then. Well, we get <laughs> Captain America now bends down. He's like, oh, man, I was feeling so good, so capable on top of the world. Then that happened. I'm not sure, but what happened right after I left Daredevil, first time jittering, hearing things, I must be exhausted. And he's like, I'm hearing voices. And we get like the Red Skull. We get that guy who gave him his powers. Mm -hmm. And we get, uh, okay, I'm on drugs, but what do you think of the super soldier serum? Back to that was one of the, was that jerkweed or jerkwad? No, that was, that was uh, the guy he sent off to rehab. Oh, that's random Avengers jacket rehab guy. Yeah. Okay. And then we get diamond back and John and he's hallucinating now. Mm -hmm. And then he starts yelling, get out of my head. Sounds very familiar to Avengers rehab guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, he has just, he just needs some sleep, but then he's yeah. like, I can't sleep yet. I haven't solved the case. Uh, all right. That was great. Yes. <laughs> it, I mean, what do you want? <laughs> uh, not this, like something else. Well, you get something else because we get Diamondback and John again. <laughs> not that something else. Well, I'm sorry. That's what you get. That's what you got. <laughs> All right. Well, Diamondback's back up and she's putting on flak jacket, um, which apparently is the outside jacket of her thing. I highly suggest to Diamondback that she not wear a flat jacket that's already been shot up used. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> in general that's a bad idea at least you know it works right <laughs> <laughs> it'll work again yeah Maybe. that's right uh and they have made a discovery and john's like you're positive you're up to it and diamondback's like cab needs us john no telling what he'll do with that drug in his system ah oh did we know this oh i mean i think they were putting it putting it together in the last issue, but that he that the place that he was at was full of drugs and maybe he in the was warehouse caught. explosion. Yes. That yeah, he, but we get an editor's note telling us the designer drug ice, which he was exposed to in a warehouse explosion. But they never told us that before. I don't think they explicitly told us, but I think that they implied that he might have been exposed to the drugs. Well, it's my understanding that in good storytelling, you actually if you're going to have an editor's note referring to me to something that happened in the past, that, that thing actually happened. And they've told me that it happened. I think that they're wanting you to look back at the situation and say, oh, yes, he was exposed to drugs. It also doesn't give me an issue in which that happened. So <laughs> Ralph Macchio, fantastic editor's note. Ah, uh, yes. Like if you're trying to get people to go buy the comics off the stand. By the way, this gem was brought to us by Mark Grunwald, writer, Ron Lim pencils, Danny Bolinati inks, Joe Rosen on letters, Steve Bucatello on colors, Ralph Macchio, the worst editor in the entire world, and Tom DeFalco. It calls him Kingpin in this issue. I'm going to call him Spider-Clone King. Spider-Clone King. Was Ralph Macchio just editing too many books at this time? Like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He definitely wasn't editing this one. Like, But then he has an editor's note. So, I don't know. Well, anyway, uh, John and... Uh, J John and... and Diamondback are going to take care of business. Yeah, they're going to they're going to go take care of business. And then, then the Black Widow shows up. Yeah. And 
And and they look like they're ready to fight. But Black Widow's like, oh, no, no, I'm good. I got the story on you from Peggy Carter. Oh, do you think she could have told her that story before she went out and attacked her last time after she could have called her off the mission because she didn't need to be on it anymore? Probably. But, you know, she thinks it's important to say something. Hey, she wanted to avoid another fight. And in a editor's note, we find out that Peggy Carter is indeed the communication officer of the Avengers. Well, she should be fired because she does not know how to do her job. She did not communicate very well. She was busy that night. There was a lot of things going on in the city, Dan. A lot of things. She really dropped the ball. Oh, the ball. Maybe she's on drugs. That's really only what could explain this. Could be. She's clearly on drugs. She was probably smoking a fuck ton of pot. Could be. What was that? I I don't know. I mean, you had a great idea. That could have been, could have been, you know. (laughs) part of the story yeah you know what if we combine this story with the marv wolfman teen titan story yes instead of having one kid do every drug uh-huh. we could have had each character in this story do a different drug man see what happened. that would have been that would have been wild but that would have i think i don't know would that have would the cost of the book gone up i don't know but jerkweed would have got a lot of sales so that would have been good yeah, you would have. So, are you done? I'm a jerk. We're making money. So, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, Black <laughs> Widow like, and he's gonna do it again. Black Widow and Diamondback shake hands, and they're gonna go solve this problem. They're gonna help Captain Captain America out. Captain. All right. Now we're back in Little Italy, and we're still Crossbones uh, is dispatched of Daredevil by throwing a table on top of him. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to go get Kingpin and Kingpin is getting away and he goes back to get Daredevil after he gets away and Daredevil's gone and Crossbones is like lousy faker. I I mean, Crossbones to me has got to be like, at least based on this appearance, one of the least likable characters I've ever read. But maybe that's what makes him likable. I don't think so. I feel like they're doing (laughs) trying to do cool villain and it's coming out as awful. He's just a bad, bad guy. Like, they're trying to do Lobo, but it sucks. <laughs> crappy Lobo. What would Crappy Lobo be like? It'd be like this. <laughs> it would be this. <laughs> All he needs to do is jump on a motorcycle next, and then I'd be like, oh, oh yeah. Maybe he'll team up with Cable. That. <laughs> you never know. You never it's, know. It's entirely possible. Well, anyway. Uh, Daredevil is not feeling very good because no, he, apparently, he, in addition to all the physical toll, he took metaphysical abuse from a demonic dimension in Daredevil 280 through 282. Oh man, and over. Ralph Macchio was actually nice enough to give us a, a actual issue reference. Nice. So there we go. Anyway, Daredevil leaves. <laughs> Does this comic make Daredevil look like the biggest loser in the world? I mean, honestly, if it like he, he's like, hey, you know, I, I I showed up. I tried to do my best to, to handle some business. It's really not my thing right here, right now. Not my place. 100 percent. I'm going to hang out in the shadows. I got to go take a nap. 
And I mean, so, you know, so Daredevil myself. met Captain America in his comic book. Yeah. And then came back to check on Captain America because Captain America wasn't doing too well. Right. And Captain America beat the shit out of him. <laughs> yes. And then, and then he left gets him the shit there. beat out of him by crossbones. And yeah. then he goes, eh. Crappy Lobo. <laughs> yeah. Crappy Lobo. Yeah. And then and then no big deal. I just give up. I really can't help anything. You know what? I'm just going to slink away. Yeah. He's going to bounce. What? Why have him in the story at all? I, I don't know. I mean, he's there. He's maybe he's there for comedic purposes. What do we think Anne Lucenti thought of this appearance? Oh, I, I'm sure she was like, you you used my character. You used you used a really my a really good character who I've been writing really good stuff for to to service this this bad story <laughs> for um I don't know just a, a a moment of random fights and to to show him get his ass handed to him twice <laughs> by his friend and by some some rando and then just to leave that's it she's probably i she she's probably a little miffed a little mad well we get uh, a scene with kingpin driving away he's like who would send these people after me i'm gonna know who crossbones is and who he works for within 12 hours and typhoid mary <laughs> wants to go beat him up and kingpin's like no i'm gonna have giant bullseye head do it because she's not expendable and he is yeah okay and then we're coming to a pinnacle moment because you're going to remember something i said in the very first podcast something about if the red skull ends up being the drug dealer i'm going to stop reading these comics and we're not going to do this anymore you didn't say that in the first podcast i believe i said something to the effect of it's going to be somebody like freaking red skull or something and that would be really dumb and then I said, I don't know. no, no, I want to go back for a replay. You can. I, I will, because you didn't say you would stop reading the comics. You just said you'd be very upset. If you go back to you, <laughs> if you want to go back, because I'm a better editor than Rolf Macchio. If you want to go back to you, funny book. He's going to edit himself. In. You're going to edit yourself. You can in find out saying, exactly what I said. He, he's going to put himself in there saying he's going to take the episode down and put it in saying something to that to that effect. No. Well, anyway, uh, we get Crossbones in Battery Park and he's talking to he's talking to the Red Skull on a phone. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I have never understood the appeal of the Red Skull in 1990. So this guy was a Nazi, right? Mm -hmm. And he's the arch enemy of Captain America. I get all this. okay? And he's a Nazi, right? Yeah. So what is what? exactly is he fighting for is he working behind the scenes to get donald trump elected like what is his goal all right he he's uh his whole goal is like hydra man our listeners my bad his his whole his whole goal is hydra man (laughs) hydra yeah so hail hydra yeah he's got to fund it somehow and cobra's already got the market on on you know like doing uh mail away sales and stuff so he's got to do something else drugs seems like a good way to do it so why not well, this crossbones guy seems expensive well yeah of course you know he's got a nice he's got a nice trench coat and hat kind of in in this in this frame up he he kind of looks like the the roshack you know so <laughs> it's like, <laughs> he looks like <laughs> every it's like he looks like a like a just a beefy version of uh, he looks like a beefy version of racer x or beefy version of roshack he's a he's a beefy version 
of of From all the distance he looks like you know uh mrs Grimm's blue-eyed baby boy oh yeah yeah he does <laughs> or dick tracy yeah dick tracy he does look like dick tracy too. i don't know where he just randomly gets a trench coat from but okay cool he had um, it in his pouch. <laughs> he was in a pouch. Yeah, that's where I was going to ask. I was like, where was his trench coat hiding on this man's body? In a pouch. In a pouch. <laughs> a trench coat in a pouch. He hit a button and he had an expandable trench coat. Ooh, well, anyway, like, he's go, talking go to Red Skull, who's telling him to report. And he's like, yeah, I screwed up and nothing happened. And Red Skull's like, yeah, we'll discuss that later, guy. And they're like, okay. And then we get back and now we've got john and black widow and diamondback in the in the van diamondback called shotgun because clearly she ranks above an avenger as far as who rides in the avengers vehicles apparently (laughs) well she's been hanging out with john all this time so you know she was like she knows the rules of of riding you know she she called it first when they got out there black widow was like fine whatever well john black widow and diamondback are driving through the streets playing slug bug Mm-hmm. And then they find Captain America on West 113th holding some drug dealers. Name he's, like, he's he's playing slug drug. And <laughs> and he's like a kick. That's what you pea brains are looking for. Oh, it's not drug dealers. He's now oh. going after users. Yeah. What happened to that whole monologue we got in the Daredevil issue about the underside of New York and, you know, the millions that live on top and the. Yeah, it's a different cap this time around, man. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's changed his mind in a couple of issues. And he and, and supposedly he would have been high on drugs during that issue, too, because apparently like being in a warehouse where crystal meth explodes around you means that you are lit for days. I mean, maybe. And then we get it. You're on drugs, Captain. You inhaled ice in that warehouse explosion. We're talking taking you in for treatment. Um. I don't know. Do you eat crystal meth? Is it kind of like taking pre-workout without the water? How's that work? It, I, I, my assumption is it's a my it's it's a smokable. So he snorted it. Oh, exploded or snorted. Yeah, he, snort, got it. he yeah, breathed he, it in. He got exploded. He got, got it. It yeah. It affected. It's like him. a giant pipe. Like yeah. A meth pipe. Okay. Yeah. And then Captain America just starts going off. He's like he fires. He immediately fires her, fires Black Widow. You're fired. You're, done. You're terminated as an Avenger <laughs> forever. Yay. That means Black Widow will never make an appearance in the Avengers or the movies or anything, right? Right. She's done. No. Does she not have so. the worst costume? In it, yeah, this is a bad. I mean, it's a very 90s costume. <laughs> it's just like a gray skin tight outfit. There's no pouches one, so it's not a 90s costume. Yeah, no, it's a 90s late lady's costume <laughs> there's got to be pouches not for her she doesn't need them she has her she has her stuff on her wrist that's fair but yeah normally she'd have a belt of some sort some well belt. anyway we get a fight now we get another fight and she's trying to zap him with her black widow zap i mean it is a black widow zap right that's what it's called because that's what diamondback calls it yeah i mean she's got she's got rockets <laughs> well <laughs> <She's> anyway <laughs> Captain America says, get real, ladies, keep this up and somebody's going to get very hurt. And Blackwood was like, I hope that's ego talking. And Captain America's like, drugs, drugs, drugs. I'm not on drugs. I'm Captain America. Blast it. 
I mean, I will say, like, this is going to, you know what? I'm going to save it. I'll save it for a future issue. <laughs> You'll save it for a future issue. Okay. Yeah, I was going to make a comment. This makes very good podcasting. I was going to say something, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? Uh, not yet. Not I'll yet. rant on that later. Hold on. I'll to save it. this rant. This rant, <laughs> this rant for later. Will you, will you remember or will you forget? Oh, I'll re- oh no, I will remember. So okay. now uh, we continue to get a fight and finally they beat down Captain America and he's hits him with a stun thing at the, the, the widow zap at In point blank range. And like Diamondbacks all worry that he has brain damage <laughs> and they <laughs> take him back to headquarters. And here we go. And then we get another scene. We got. 8.15 a.m. the next day, because it's less than 12 hours, mm-hmm. we've got Crossbones and the Red Skull, and it looks like Bullseye is one sigh away from taking out the Red Skull. He's all kitted up. He's got he's got a couple guns. He's got a, a sword. He's got a sigh. He's, he's ready to throw down. And we get next issue, Bullseye versus Crossbones, plus Cap's killing here. Yeah, this whole, like, this whole making the red skull the like peddler of crystal meth in new york really sucks <laughs> i mean i i find it believable <laughs> like i don't <laughs> who did who who would you think well it would number be? one okay hydra right like why would he even like be near the drug business it makes a lot of money he needs a lot they of money put for... him in here because he's a captain america villain right like this is just stupid but, I mean, he needs to fund his Hydra army. And, you know, what better way to make quick money than a drug empire? I mean, we got a bunch of I mean, you start out the story with all these nameless, dehumanized people selling drugs, right? Like mm-hmm. weird named and then the racist character in the first issue. And then we go from there. And now it's just like, OK, I mean, I guess I could see the Red Skull just having an army of people out there that he treats like shit. Yeah. So there's that. Um, we've got Lousy Lobo here. <laughs> Lousy Lobo. <laughs> you know, talking. He's like, would you got to be so melodramatic every second of the day? It's like whiny Lobo. Yeah. It's almost like, uh, you take Lobo and, um, uh, Wedgehead and yeah. put them together. <laughs> put them together. Put them together. I got all these feelings, boss. You don't want to listen to me. I tried real hard, boss. I was too busy dirty bulking to sort out my feelings. It was terrible. I got to hit the gym, bro. I was so sad that all that pasta got wasted on the floor. Could have used those carbs. Hey, Stan Lee presents Battlestar. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. And we're not going to foreshadow in this story at all what's going to happen in the Captain America stories at all. Nothing. Not not foreshadowing at all. These, okay. I'm finally seeing how these work together. And let me tell you, when I read this, I was like, oh, I see how these are working together and I don't like it at all. <laughs> in a hidden laboratory somewhere in the greater Los Angeles area, the six foot super the six foot super fighter known as Battlestar has been forced to undergo an experimental process designed to eliminate his superhuman strong, superhumanly strong physique. So he gets zapped and all of a sudden he is now a six foot weakling. No. And we got the weird guy with all the muscles that's so big. Yes, I have an exoskeleton and got Battlestar trying to fight back and he punches one of the goons and he hurts his hand because 
he's a weakling now and he gets drugged back with all the other weaklings and thrown in a bed next to the pro wrestler, the Zep guy. Mm-hmm. The red Zeppelin. There's just piles of red Zeppelin. Jellified people. Yeah. And they all look very sad. And then Battlestar tries to go for a walk and he can't walk. And man, it's a bad day. And he like took his muscles away. Yeah. Then they come back and he like tries to attack somebody, grabs the guy at the wheelchair and, Man, it's just a bad day for everybody. Until who shows up? Who? U.S. agent. No Johnny. way. Johnny's <clears throat> back. And by the way, I just summed up like eight pages in like 30 seconds because that is literally all that happened in the story. It is. Johnny's back. And we don't even get credits on this one. because no, Nobody was taking credit for that. It just kind of runs right through. Boom, boom, boom. I, boom, I can boom, really boom. look up the credits, but you know what? The best way to read the credits is to read the liner notes on our podcast. I'll make sure the credits are there. We're all good. There you go. We don't. Nobody deserves credit for that story. It was a great story. It was. It started out great. <laughs> and then it's like, and I don't know what they're foreshadowing by this guy having the drugs removed from the system that gave him his superpowers. But I don't know if they're foreshadowing anything for the next couple issues at all. I don't know. Well, anyway, we are uh, we're here and that was an issue and it happened. Yeah. And we're uh, like, we only have one more of these, right? No, there's two more. What? Yeah. Two more. There there are two more. There are two more. What possibly could they do to drag out that story anymore? Like in this issue, we found well, out actually, the Red Skull is the bad guy. More. There's three more. What? Three more. But we, we just found out that the Red Skull is the one bad guy yeah, and the Kingpin is the more. other bad guy. And they've got Captain America and they're going to get him all straightened out. And then they're going to go take out the bad guys, right, in the next issue and it'll be over, right? No, no, no. There's four more issues. What? <laughs> I just keep adding issues. Let's keep adding Oh, God. Issues. No more. Like, it. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. Well, we have letters pages that are talking about other artists and other things. So. They were smart not to read this. And yeah, <laughs> we don't even want to talk about the comic that we're writing letters about anymore because this is not good. Now, here we go from okay. Mike McCullough, 5708 Kennedy Street, Riverdale, Maryland, 20737. If you want to write Mr. McCullough, uh, dear Marvel, just finished reading Captain America 367 and wanted to share my thoughts aside from his scrap with the controller. C.A. took a back seat to the action which was as, as it should be. Magneto versus Skull had to be the focus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I almost want to go back and read number 367 now. I'm sure this sets up storylines that can be continued not only here, but the X-Men as well. Yes, yes. Unlike most villain versus villain fights, this had nothing to do with wounded egos, but with the desire to avenge oneself and one's family. The Skull never had a chance against, Mag- against Magnus. And the ending was very satisfactory. I'll be interested in seeing how he gets out of this, though I have an idea that Cap will end up freeing him, which would be extremely ironic. Keep up the quality, the quality work. So the last time we saw the Red Skull, which was only a few issues ago, he was fighting Magneto. What? Why? And now he's here. Man, he had uh, he was able to set up this drug organization in a very short time. It was happening all along. Oh, and there's a note here. It's a deal, Mike. Fooled yeah, Cap didn't save Skull in 370. Crossbones did. Oh, That's man. why they're friends. Crossbones. Or he just paid them. Wow. Yeah. This is this is some good work. Good work, guys. 
Um, <laughs> these are these are comics that I would that, that are gems. I, this is this is just some great comic book work. Like I think classics, the best of all time. We're here. You're so excited about if more. I was going to recommend a comic, it would be Captain America 376. Read it. I I feel there's that, that you don't you don't really support that. <laughs> Look, you know, if I'm thinking best stories of all time, Streets mm-hmm. of Poison, top of my list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. OK. It's got everything you want in a comic. It's got everything you want in a comic. Bad 90s supervillains combined with 1940s supervillains. Yeah. We've got a guy carrying a sigh around with a giant yeah. head. Giant. We got we got the 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 wimpy devil mm-hmm. and lousy lobo. Lousy we've lobo. Got, Girl fight. <laughs> yeah. We've got the worst Black Widow costume ever. I, I we've got Diamondback Stealth. Like yes. And and John Jameson. Being cool John. And one quick reference to Peggy and editor's notes that don't even reference previous issues. Like it's this is the pinnacle of comic book creation right here. It is grand. And we had a listener apparently chime in. Yes. And uh, this listener clearly is into abject torture. (laughs) Yes. Because this person wants us to review Cap Wolf. Yes. Which is a story that happens a couple of years after this one. Aren't it even that far? Wasn't it in the 380s? Something like that, yeah. It's not far after this. I'm going to read uh, a description of what what we've been challenged to read. Cap Wolf. In the offbeat story, Man and Wolf, lycanthropes from all over are converging on the town of Starksboro, Mass. And it is up to Captain America to stop them. It turns out that Dreadmond, Druid, and Deadly Nightshade became mass-producing werewolves. And it looks like the Star Spangled Avenger is their next victim. Catwolf <laughs> is a longtime joke among comic fans. But Mark Grunewald and Rick Levins bring a sense of Silver Age charm to a story that features Wolverine Cable, Wolfsbane and Dr. Druid. <laughs> How could you not want to read this one? It sounds so good. Who was our uh, you know what? I'm going to ask you because you have so much regard for our listeners. That I bet you don't even remember who suggested this. Oh, I know who suggested it. <laughs> Well, you should say who suggested it right now. Give them a shout out for corresponding with us. Second, it's Mark. Uh, you know, <laughs> well, it's just a second. I know who did it, but no, I got to check. I gotta no, confirm. Uh, it's uh, Jason Prevet. OK, well, Jason, thank you for your suggestion. As always, you can send suggestions to us on X, on Facebook, on the gram, or you could just, you know, yell at us and say do something different but if you have suggestions like jason's to make sure that i read the best of comics in in the history of comics clearly that's the description here keep sending those suggestions to us and and hey jason you know what i bet we even do this so i bet cap wolf is in your future because i'm gonna need a break from these drug issues at some point i you know i think we do need a break and cap wolf will provide that i applaud jason for giving us a suggestion like this and i think it'll be fun you know i always liked wolfsbane yeah yeah in in the new mutants yeah see see i think it'll be i think it'll be fun we should definitely do sure. it but i just i don't know about this it'll be great Cable and and you, you said you wanted to see you wanted to see and dr Cable Druid. show up in a in a book you're <laughs> half-heartedly joking only if we were fighting crossbones but, I mean, 
who knows what'll happen in Cap Wolf. You know, when they had the like DC Marvel amalgam verse, why wasn't a headlining book Bane versus Crossbones? Or no, it's amalgam, so they combine them. So he would have been called Bane Bones, right? Bane Bones. Or Crossbane. Crossbane. <laughs> I kind of like Bane Bones better, personally. Bane Bones. It sounds oh. like a band name, you know? <laughs> what are you guys going to yeah. go see tonight? We're going to go see Bane Bones. Oh, I heard they're really like, good. Who's, it sounds like headlining? a band... It sounds like a band who was still playing like 80s rock songs at right now in 1990 as their sound was being transitioned out. What if what if what if he was like just the lead for uh, like uh, a like a, a cover band called the Cross Boys, where it was like him and, you know, like a bunch of other uh, like villains, you know, but because he's like Crossbones. <laughs> What if he had a yeah. band called Lousy Lobo? Oh, yeah, Lousy Lobo. And the Lycan Misanthropes. And they just they just covered Las Lobos songs. Yeah, because that's their that's their <laughs> that's their 90. That's their grunge band. Right. That's after Bane Bone. They, they transitioned. OK, yeah, they they they, they moved over. It was like more maybe it's like so, like kind of like a soft kind of grunge Angry. Not grunge, but like, oh, oh, you angry. I was thinking more yeah. like more like a, a softer sound, you know, I was thinking like Marilyn Manson. Oh, oh, I was thinking they brought in a, a horn player. I was had thinking some like smooth yeah. jazz in the background. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> well, anyway, that's it. We told you how to contact us. We we thanked Jason for his suggestion. Thank you. Uh, thank you for that. I, I love torture and i always appreciate when a listener sends me something to be tortured by i mean i only have like 50 long boxes of many many good comics but uh you know picking out the worst comics <laughs> is, is always the the best way to go for this podcast so I, why not I that's you know it's becoming a thing it's become we we cover the good ones we also cover the bad ones <laughs> well we're, we're ready uh, you're, we're, we're ready but well, we have to finish this bad one first uh, on that note, yeah, we'll be back uh, next week with a, another episode and 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 more Streets of Poison because this story literally never ends because it was being released every two weeks. Uh, fortunately, if you were buying it every two weeks, it does eventually end. But for us, it just never seems to end. So just keeps it's going. here and, and we'll just keep going on and, and on and on. Like I said, uh, Funny Book Forensics or Funny Book Forensics, depending on what platform you're on, you'll find us. Go talk to us, send Greg yeah. more messages, or you could just message Funny Book Forensics on Facebook and I might even respond to you. But honestly, sure. if you want us to read crappy books, it, you're more likely to get success by going through Greg. So <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, let's do it. Those messages at this point. Yeah, it, it's, it's all good. They may disappear. And, and hey, we really appreciate you and uh, keep on listening. And uh, I guess we're out of here. So you got anything to plug before we go? I think we're we're out of Kickstarters to plug at this point, I uh, believe. I don't know. Will will uh will this go up before the end of uh of Supernatural Baby Detective is I done don't with this run? Just you, you know, know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna plug Baby it. Detective is still live. I go support this guy's book. Ken record yeah. a great book. And, yeah. Uh, when we're recording this in September, he's about halfway there. So if it's yeah. still up, go support it. Uh, you know, it you won't regret it. We promise. It's we don't it, just if you, we don't if talk you, about things that suck. If you like if you like a book like this with some hardcore detective work going on and some 
subterfuge and other things like that. Wait, no, that's that's what's going on in in the supernatural baby detective. Uh, yeah, if you like a book with actual story, you can yeah. read Supernatural Baby Detective. If you like this, you can read Captain America: Street to Poison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read them both. So, read them both. We're good. Read a yeah. book. You know, give us a review. Tell us which one you prefer. So yeah, okay. That's all good. Uh, as always, you can check out. Uh, you can meet Greg at the Retro Emporium on Meeker Street in Kent, Washington. He is there many days, not every day, but many days. Many days. And if he's not there, Anne will be there tending the store. So you yep. can you know, go check out what's at the Retro Emporium. Uh, on occasion, you can meet me uh, when I'm out and about. But you know, I'm not out and about right now. So we'll let you know when I'm there. And on that note, I think we're out of here. Yeah, we can. Yeah. We can hit the button. Yay! Bye. Bye. Thank you.